This is Fitters with Neil James and Chris Griffiths. Welcome to the show, episode 14. This week's subject, slowly to success or very quickly to failure. We both sat here for a while trying to decide. Well, first of all, you came up with, what was it, tortoise or hare? Which described hare and it, tortoise. Uh, hare and tortoise, which described it adequately. Kind of. I was thinking glass half full, glass half empty approach to to results. Sure. Um, but anyway, it did slowly to success, very quickly to failure. Then we take one of your questions. And if you want a chance to, to own that question and fire it out, gym owner, PT, fitness nutrition expert, Chris Griffiths, then you need to email to studio at fitas.uk. Right. Slowly to success or very quickly to failure. I feel a bit like that. I feel I've made some results over the last couple of weeks, then I've gone back again. In and fitness? I'm, yeah. No, not in fitness, as in just um, I, I really felt I was beginning to make a difference with some composition. Okay. And then I've kind of gone back again. Okay. Um, so, but, but, you know, my old self would have been, oh, why, why aren't we there yet? Sure. But I'm thinking, no, no. Chris said to me, actually, only a few weeks ago on this podcast, that's what happens. It's a wave. It's not a straight line. Sure. Yeah. So I do listen. That's good. <laughs> You're sat right in front of me, yeah. my captive audience. Yeah, but my wife says I don't listen. I'm sat right in front okay. of her most okay. of the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a topic I'm staying away from. That's a whole new domestic. Yeah, we'll make that episode 140. Yeah. <laughs> Long way off. And um, that's a nice lead-in, actually, I think, because this this kind of came about from a number of conversations that I've had over the last couple of weeks with quite a few people many of which have begun with me and a number of which have not and i think that's the difference between those two um subgroups is something i would like to talk about i think next week but coming off the back of that also is part mindset right and part objective so the objective for someone in this example, let's say, is to lose body fat and yeah. to change composition, like you said yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You picture your outcome. We can somewhat see in the future what we would like to look like. And every day that we're not there, if we're only focusing on that single outcome, is by nature a failed day because we're not yet at success and that's a tricky mental gauntlet to play because how long can you exist let's say it takes 18 or 24 months for you to come circa condition that you're happy with well that's a long time to feel like you are etching away only at failure is that the reason you also tell me don't get on the scales every day. Stop yeah, doing that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, because although, yeah, I mean, uh, as a slight uh, detour from point, talking with a gent yesterday I started with, we began conversation and very quickly it was, I would like to develop tone and define my body and uh, increase my lean muscle and reduce my body. Fat. And all of the typical things that people can uh, present as aesthetics. Just out of interest, I asked him, well, what do you weigh now? And in your mind, where do you think you want to weigh? And he was in sort of very early nines and was thinking around the 10 stone mark. And I was saying, well, take those numbers in isolation and 
ask a hundred people what nine stone through to ten stone looks like and you're going to get a whole different mix of interpretation over what that change actually brings in um visual terms yeah 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 and so yes don't get on the scales every day because what does weight actually mean you could end up losing a lot less total body weight than you think you need to but look a lot closer to where you want to be aesthetically and if you focus on weight and it isn't really relative to your goal which is composition and aesthetics Mm. then what is that doing other than throwing what is perceived to be a failure so i'm back onto point so lean is the goal and if we only um visualize the outcome of where you know the end goal of what we look like when we're lean yeah then every day that we're not lean to that degree we're failing yeah versus and this is where really um i spoke about this at the club earlier in the week we don't do personal training we do problem solving you want to be lean that's the outcome you want i don't see you marketing that yeah problem solving at the gym there we are what well it really is so what's making you what's preventing you from being lean if i can identify the culprits in method or lack thereof in um less than optimal lifestyle choices Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in not understanding uh times at which we need to be um more systematic versus times when we can be more relaxed and free you know we talked about that a few weeks ago where it's yeah. how many days a week you need to be quite strict on plan and oh, then that you, was in the cake and eat it yeah there episode, we go yeah. yeah so and then we warrant time off as a luxury and a reward as opposed to a failing yeah without all those kind of systems you're just looking at there's my objective but i don't have any route to it and because i'm not it every day every day is a failure and that becomes very demotivating it becomes um very draining on energy and you need a lot of energy to succeed on goals you need enough energy to to push through at some stage across each week a couple of good days out in your workouts and you need to keep the momentum in your preparation of food and you need to keep your consistency in the application of your methods well I, i guess though um there's human nature though being being disappointed if you look at a picture of yourself and think yeah i i so thought i would be there and and really i'm still here and i've not really i've not really moved on indeed i mean you can see the difference but the person being trained he or she yeah doesn't doesn't see that you know it's that 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 eternal kind of quest for i'm just not good enough i'm not happy until i'm that exactly so are are you fearful then they they give up um no and i think we've we've talked about how we set out our blocks of programming with people and for that reason um you know quote unquote giving up isn't necessarily the concern because people are involved with a committed period of time and there's yeah. a lot of contact and support they've invested in all sorts of ways. yeah absolutely invested in as themselves well as yeah, yeah. and an outcome uh, and through financial means indeed now you can't see this picture dear listener um but no, i'm just but bringing this up now chris actually. is going to show me a picture i think this of exactly gent, what i've just talked yeah about. this gent was midway through his fifth week right out of 12 and the objective here is composition now so where where was he where does he want to be 
uh, he was out of condition right. in terms of where he wanted to be, and he wanted to be in much better condition. Everyone, everyone has a. There wasn't a finite weight goal or anything. Well, we know current weight, and we know um, the speed at which we're losing, sort of circa weight. Okay, but that's more an observable. That's a tool we use to observe some degree of progress in one field. Yeah. But there isn't an objective weight that I have with him. Okay. And that I would like encourage him to, to a, have. A kilo a week, it's not. Well, I mean, we're around that kind of level of movement. Okay. But we have to gauge is strength being compromised, strength, endurance, frequency, volume, intensity, abilities yeah. across the week. Yeah. If those things start to suffer, then we're losing weight, but at the sacrifice of quality of workout which will inevitably influence the quality of condition come the end yeah so, so you need we, to slow the weight loss down uh yeah so terming it simply as weight loss possibly yeah but only in line with what we see alongside that in composition change and performance yeah. mood yeah. all the rest yeah. right there's a reasonable number of touch points that we need to observe so showing you now this guy so we come to the end of the month and we're um, so left hand side is where he started. Right hand right. side is how many? Five weeks. Just under. Say? Yeah. So midway through the fifth week. F- fifth, fifth, fifth into the sixth week. Yeah. Okay. I was well, pleased. I'd, well, I'd, I'd be pleased with that. Yeah. Yeah. I know you can't see this. You're listening, thinking, "Well, I wish I could see it." No, I'm. I'm telling. You there was a noticeable difference. It's a back Not shot. Huge. It's a back shot. There's a noticeable difference though between five weeks later and when you started. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get that. Yeah. So you can. Is he happy? You can see a lot of the creases in the mid and lower back. If you look at that, ah, uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. noticeable, yeah, less because the one, yeah, the one I showed you before was probably about three weeks. In fairness, okay. so this one's zipping forward. Well, that's even, yeah. So he must be happy with that. Yeah. Said, so how do you feel about that? Pretty good. Still fat. It said. No, okay. Okay. To which my reply was, where, from where you started, you're a lot less fat. Now, he's looking at comparing where I am now with my ideal and, um, you know, uh, my ideal outcome only in mind. I am still fat against that. In terms of my perspective as a problem solver, you are a lot less fat when being lean was the goal mm. and fat was the inhibitor. You are not lean because fat's covering it. Yeah. I'm successfully and quickly reducing that body fat yep. therefore we are on track to being lean i am successfully solving the problem at a good rate Huge. now that's that's what i mean in terms of the long distance versus the uh, short okay. well human nature is to have some sort of uh, measure isn't it absolutely you know, I, I want to know you know my car does naught to 60 in three and a half seconds or does it do naught to 60 in six seconds that's a measure yes i know what it is Slowly to success or very quickly to failure. Okay, they're, they're, they're two expressions, but they don't, you know, what is very quickly to failure? Four weeks, five weeks, six weeks. What's slowly to success? 12 weeks, 15 weeks, 20 weeks. People must surely ask you this when they come in for problem solving, not PT. There we go. Um, they must surely ask you, well, Chris, okay, I want to look like that. How many weeks will it take me? And how quickly can I get there? At that point, you say, whoa, no, whoa, wait up, you know, how slowly can we get there and make sure that you stay there? Um, Is that your reply? No, but I understand why you would ask that because of the title. Um, People do regularly ask me that Mm. 
exactly in they want their naught to 60 that's right mm. so when we get towards the end of a conversation that has been weighted very much on their outcomes they're then keen to know what kind of timeline to look at yeah when at, can i buy my new shirt there we go <laughs> At the end of each Which, month, yeah. often, right, okay. <laughs> which is where you've got to be careful about when you replace your wardrobe. Yeah. Um, yeah, they do. And part of that is then having to explain, obviously, the system is across three-month blocks revolving. Mm. I'm going to make as much of an impact on what we uh, see currently covering over your objective of being lean, educate you in... Uh, methods of lifestyle eating and the reason behind those educate you in how best to move um th- there's a lot more to that than is easy to bring across in verbal um and i'm going to get the absolute best result that i can within three months which i was going to say more from the not but is yet to be behind where the person's expectations were However, in terms of where you want to be, I can only visualise where you want to be as best as we have managed to get throughout the consultation a clear picture together. Um, Conversation with someone yesterday fits this nicely. We were were talking about, um, again, listeners can't see, but that sound button in front of you, one of which is orange. Mm. I know that's orange, Mm -hmm. and you agree that's orange. Yeah. But how do I know that you see that as the orange I see? Because it could be actually, to me, pink. But because everyone else knows that's orange and they've always said it, I identify the word with the colour I see and we call the same... We, we both see a different colour, but because we've, already been, we've always been brought up to think that that colour is called orange, we're both saying orange. Yeah. Does that make sense? Uh, kind of. No? No, it yeah, doesn't look like it does. Yeah, um, I'm trying to work out how the analogy is going to work. It works like this. You explain to me your best interpretation of condition from the words you've been able to use in the order in which you've been able to, like, reel them off at me. I will interpret my best vision of what you want. Okay. Do you see? All right. And that's what I'm saying. Your vision's going to be slightly different. Of course it is. Yeah. Because, and this is what I was saying, so a gentleman yesterday in consultation, less the... Going back to the colour thing, do you get that, right? Yeah, I, 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 get, yeah? I get that now, yeah. Yeah, because... This is the most technical fitness podcast you'll ever hear, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Other people say, yeah. go out, sling some weights, yeah. man up, <laughs> then you'll look good. Yeah, we're talking about... <laughs> Loser. Yeah. Um, <laughs> our, uh, our interpretation of vision. Yeah, yeah. That's really what it's yeah. about. And that's what you do when you go into a gym. You have a vision. You don't go to a gym because... Well, you can go to it. That's not true. You can go to a gym because you think at a certain age or whatever, um, you think, right, I'm doing this because it's good for my fitness. I want to be here to see my grandkids. But most people, I would imagine, go to a gym and take on a program because they have a vision of something they want to be. I train a lot of gentlemen north of the 60 border. Yeah. Not one of them doesn't want aesthetic condition change. Right. Alongside the things you listed, that's still, at the end of the week, a more motivating, observable change for them, which, if used as the motivator, is absolutely fine, because by proxy of consistency, 
they will inevitably become fitter, stronger, and see their grandchildren. Uh, otherwise, you're just going to take Hugh Fernley Whitten, whatever it is, I can never say his Whittensall. name. Um, you're going to just go and do your 10,000 steps a day program, aren't you, or something? Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a, a chef, right? You got the wrong guy in mind. Uh, he has River uh, Cottage. Yeah, I like that's that guy. the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. He does like a steps thing, does he? Yes, he does. He's on telly at the moment. Okay. Well, if he's not moaning about plastics, which, by the way, is a very laudable thing. Indeed. He's he's um, he's talking about health and fitness, and I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I enjoy him at River Cottage. Maybe he's better there. I don't know. But like, <laughs> um, making black pudding and using every single part of the pig <laughs> have i got the right person now? i don't know man. Carry on, i'm gonna look him up know. online while you're saying yeah you- if you can envisage an outcome and describe it clearly and i know what you're talking about i can better predict how long it will take yeah but back to point in hand i can only say i will do my absolute best which has proven to be pretty good mm. in not missing a trick and being attentive and not slipping off focus in making every single week successful in systematically removing something that is an issue body fat being the most common so a reduction at the end of every week observably in body fat is to me a continual movement towards the outcome of good condition and being more observably lean. How do you react then when somebody says, I get it, Chris, and I get all the stuff with the orange and red buttons and all that <laughs> yeah. shit that you're talking they about? They do, <laughs> at least. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe they're the people who don't come on board. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, dude, what but, are you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, but what, how do you deal with it when they say, I get what you're saying. I just thought it would be a lot quicker. Can't we do something extra? Is there something more I can do? Can I eat 1,000 calories less? Day? I'm being extreme here. No, yeah. um, but... But actually, that's not but you a common question. You would either. always say, "You would always say, no, no, we'll stick to plan. We'll do it slowly. We'll get there slowly. We'll get there a lot quicker than they will get there with most others and on their own for sure. Yeah. That's all I can say. We're going to get there in a time frame that is reasonable in line with human physiology. Yeah, and you can like water blast out your colon. You can reduce food to the point of. Uh, almost, water blast out your colon you can get uh what are they oh the colonic irrigation colonic irri- yes yeah. No, yeah. you can you can do a load of things that affect so, you know, i feel like that now with the amount of water i'm drinking <laughs> <laughs> you can affect weight yeah per se yeah. on somebody quickly people aren't here for weight change they have um a they have thought through where they currently weigh and their outcomes in terms of composition often have attached to them an assumed weight that they would be uh near or need to be near Mm. in order to see that composition change within a third of the period of time that we work together or less often that weight goes out the window in terms of worry or concern Mm. because they see weight changes that don't seem intuitive in line with composition changes but they're seeing great composition changes and therefore they're motivated the point i'm saying is if each week you see a successful observable reduction in the things you dislike by outcome you will have what you like what you're not saying is you can't do this if you don't have personal training that's doable it's doable doable for sure it's just a matter of um when, when i when i think about comparable time frames yeah versus 
comparable outcomes. Let's say a somebody comparable could, time frame of you doing it with somebody, and a comparable out, outcome of that person just saying, "I don't need this. Yes. I could do it myself." Yes. First of all, for the people that I see, and I don't go uh, creeping around watching people. They're just a lot of the people that I talk to are in front of me on a regular basis. I don't see the speed of change. No. And often I don't see, unfortunately, really change. a margin of observable change at all. Yeah. And if I do, it's in the first like the couple way, of weeks. I don't and like the way a, you're looking at me right now. <laughs> <laughs> there's some level of gravity yeah. that draws them back to yeah, the status quo. Yeah, yeah. And that's, again, because I take that responsibility mm. on board as a professional who's failed to get across good um reasoning and justification behind why the plans are so important and successful and why they're not just kind of a good option that would bring a 10 percent increase in speed to success i, I think that's, that's my fault I've, yeah. I've talked about that before right like i'm pretty sure we talked about you know in a consultation if we get to the end and someone has made the time and effort to come in for a consultation and doesn't take us on then it's our fault as pros this is how we look at stuff at club at advantage it was our fault because you came here with an idea for something and somewhere in our explanation we didn't successfully yeah. uh, make clear the point of what we're going to do and how important we think it is to do it in that way and the reason why because of the speed and quality of success and the outcome you'll get for it. Now that's my fault. So really today what we're saying is you need to go slowly to success and don't rush it. I know the title needs justifying in that way but it, yes, to a degree, but I think you don't need to go slowly on purpose. Let's say you're going to lose one kilo a week. There you go. Yeah, That's been my plan, and I haven't always done the kilo. Fine. Yeah, sure. At the end of 12 weeks, yeah. you're going to be almost two stone down. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. That's quite a good weight change mm. over a quarter of a year period. Now, you could hammer it at twice that and go two or three kilos a week. Mm-hmm. Not only will you often see people just run out of steam hit the wall suffer massive cravings that are unavoidable hit energy barriers that mean that workouts can't be completed hit demotivation levels that pull them off track they're creating inevitable problems in their system of application now i'm saying we don't do personal training we do problem solving i need to look at the current problems that somebody has not just physically in that my problem is too much body fat Mm. but in terms of system and method i may have things that i've done they would say you know they would they have done some level of effort and that's them assuming by nature of doing it that that must be the best way that they know how to do it Mm, so there is some sort of system it's just terribly put together with no real understanding of stage one through to three and and it gets harder the longer you go and you need to be able to observe better the problems around the corner that will arise and have fixes for those the majority of the time so that the ones that you maybe didn't spot coming as quickly they are the others are more uh, are dealt yeah. with ahead of time, so you're dealing with these things more is- in more yeah, isolation. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So without all those things, what I'm saying is, if you rush ahead in just without identifying what problems you need to solve to get there, without identifying what problems will arise from your method, because every method has a challenge, be it hunger, fatigue, time challenges, etc. Knowing how to tailor those around uh, somebody as they become an evolving problem 
as it were, and then alter the method so that that thing then is reduced as a problem and you can have some clarity again and continue and et cetera, et cetera. Without having that continual method of observation, guidance and mentoring, you're going to rush ahead of time at certain stages, but you're going to be aggressively snapped back towards the start. Mm. And this I see this all the time, all the time. So you can rush for parts, but you'll double speed back often. Or you can work consistently and then, well, I can't really say come the end of time because we've talked about it before. That we constantly, as people, just move the goalposts so mm. our objectives become increasing, etc. So there'll be new goals and something, and various things will arise. But move on to those new goals with success, with retaining plus 90% of your previous goal. Don't see within a reasonable amount of time that you would have seen a quarter of the goal, you see half to two-thirds or something, and then get ripped back and maybe often worse than your starting position so continue towards success and then continue towards new success and continue towards the next success message this week then is be a powerful tortoise studio at fitas.uk right jeff upton a couple of weeks ago chris you answered a question about a guy who had no time to go to the gym but you didn't totally have an answer for him apart from suggesting a 24-hour gym right taking this a stage further any ideas of some exercises i could try in the office such as squats you can't replace the gym with the office. No, you're certainly not. Not, um, not, you know, not if you want to get technical about some stuff. I mean, you know, I like the the arm, the the arm extension. Yes, can't think of a way of doing that in an office. Grab a strength band and loop it around the top of a door. There we go. Extend it down like a rope, maybe. There's lots of things you could do. You might get a weird look from the office manager, dude. With, didn't, with didn't the way the doors. Yeah, I mean, in a world where this is a sorry branching off again. In a world That's where... That's unusual for you. Yeah, right. <laughs> Out of character. Yeah. In a world where you're allowed to have... Uh, where you're not allowed to have, say, chicken for breakfast, but you have to have special K, mm. but you could have steak mm. or sausages for breakfast, but you can't have fish. That's dinner, maybe lunch. Chicken's definitely lunch. Like, with all these weird worlds of where you're allowed to do things <laughs> and not, yeah. like subdividing foods where it's acceptable to have breakfast and not, exercise is no different. No, you're going to true. get some odd looks because you take a band to the office. I'd rather have odd looks at my good-looking tricep than I would have no one look at my flabby arm. <laughs> that's that's all I know. That's a very good point. <laughs> I love my leg, ex- uh, my my arm uh, extensions for that reason. So go on, give him just a couple of body weight things. And do sure. In the office. So squats, walking lunges. squats is one. Yeah. Walking lunges is a yeah. good one. Yeah. One more. One more for lunch. What about just a simple plank? Sure. Or buy a little chin-up bar, and you can screw it in between. You know the ones that it's like telescopic. Yeah. Oh yeah, and you can screw it in between the door. Do your chins, unscrew it, put it back in your bag. That'll and, get you some and get on with one of your calls. There you go, exactly. There you go. How about like uh, you could you, you know replace the kettlebell with the mouse? You could uh, do some or replace the mouse with the kettlebell. There sure. we go. Yeah, Far- although- farmers. Li- what about farmers' lifts up and down the corridor? Yeah, holding a keyboard to one side. Well, not a keyboard. You need something more than that. Oh, I heard a good Monitor. thing um, uh, on farmers' lift, by the way. Uh, of carrying weights um, of different uh, a different weight in each arm. Sure. Uh, what's it? Uh, not concentric. What's the what's the phrase I'm trying to think of here? So you, you're not you're not carrying the same weight. So your body is not balancing itself. Understood. Um, does that make sense? It does. I yeah. For what I do, I wouldn't. That, no, that well, doesn't okay. have a place. I, just I, suppose, I suppose it's throw it in there. It's some sort of functional challenge in trying to get the body to manage off-centre loads. That sounds like a strongman thing. I mean, farmers walk and the carries and yeah. those kind of things are common across the strongman yeah. sporting group, yeah, yeah, aren't they? Yeah. They're not really a thing that I do. 
No. Um, mostly because if you're gonna if you're gonna um, Ooh, identify what? if you're going to identify a particular part of the body that they yeah. benefit, it's quite global in a strength sense, but it's not going to necessarily benefit the yeah, biceps no. in their shape or the, you know, the lats in, you know, their extension well, flexion uh, of the well, shoulder go, or Jeff, something. Jeff, you've got a couple of ideas there. Uh, go and get a band. And, there we go. Uh, and, and one of those chin-up bars and introduce it to the office manager. That's it for this week. Visit the show site at fitas.uk for extended show notes and also links to Advantage Fitness. Make sure you email your questions into studio at fitas.uk. Tell us about you, where you train, what your goals are. Until next time, train safe. Studio at fitas.uk.